Welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. It's Championship Sunday. We hope you're fired up. Whoever makes it, it's going to be a beauty Super Bowl. I'm going to explain the Patriots and their way and how working at hockey camp is going to help me pick the winners. Here we go. Freestyle. All right, welcome back to Look Who's Talking, everybody. It's episode 45 of your favorite Canadian NFL podcast. If you have a different favorite Canadian NFL podcast, please tell us where they live. We're going to drop poop at their house and light it on fire, because that shit's funny. Called the shit poop. He called the shit poop. Woo! Ni hao, previat, hola, bonjour, and... Vanagam. Woo! That's Weird Mike's... Hello, in Sri Lankan. Yes, we have Sri Lankan listeners. And listeners from all over the world, thank you to all you Look Who's Talkers for spreading the vibe. Big shout out to Chris McElhaney, James Duhamel, and my boy Brody Wells from Team Can Fly, Flyboard Team. Thank you for sharing on Facebook. Keep, we'll keep the shout outs going. You keep the shares going. Uh, produced, as always, by Mr. Huck Media and his twisting mustache. The Titans are out and his tears have dried up. Uh, yeah, follow him. On Instagram, at Huck Media, spelled exactly the way that you would spell it in your mind. If you can't spell that, <laughs> surprised you found the show. My name's Jeff Hewlett, spelled with a G, as all good Jeffs are. Check out the G Jeff Facebook group for all the G Jeff activities. We play polo, yep, as G Jeffs would. It's British. Uh, joined on my left by the Lord of Fantasy himself, Mr. Brent Waits, the voice of God. How are you, Lord? I'm great, Jeffrey. Fantastic. Here. Of course you are. Uh, your team's through. Yeah. Uh, as uh, as I I predicted on this show, uh, basically uh, every week of the past 12, my compadre, my moose or grease wearing uh, Centennial Studios mate here, Weird Mike, I told you I'd seen the movie before. It was Brady Rivers 8. It was like Rocky 8. They didn't even make it because Rocky just wins from his grave uh, in one of the more, you know, lopsided sort of pregame scenarios that you could ever think of with a team walking into the Patriots' home dome in Foxborough. Uh, weird Mike. Tough one on the chin. Uh, we still got a nice chin, though. The jibs are in. How do you feel? Uh, I don't think taking it on the chin... It's more like I took it in. Taking it from behind? Yeah. <laughs> Definitely took it in the culo this week. Culo! Uh, you know, you got to keep your nose on the grind. Yep. And look for a winner this week. Every day's a new day. The sun comes up. Thank God for those two-week carries. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Literally saved this 225-pound Italian. There you go. That's so, generous, but you're looking better. Couple right. laps, couple laps, couple laps at Centennial Stadium. I've been trying to tell him he's, you know, sub forty, so you know, walking should be submitted for running at some point. But you're walking some laps. No, no, no. It's you got to <laughs> arm swinging, fist pumping, <laughs> disco. So listening. full body, yeah, full body, full body. Yeah. I wouldn't, and it shows. I wouldn't quite call it power walking, but there's definitely some security guards at Centennial right now that are like, that that that's some aggressive walking by that man. Just yeah, playing Van Halen, just yelling. Yeah, he's wearing his Patriots jacket. <laughs> yeah. It is a great place for the city workers to hide during cold days. Yes. So there are some eyeballs on my power walking sessions. Speaking of cold days, bro, that's that, good. That, you're not, yeah, you're not allowed near schools. So <laughs> should be eyes. Yeah, no schools on uh, Centennial Park. <laughs> We're good. Um, speaking of cold days, it's one of the things that happened to, to your uh, beloved California Chargers. You know. It's a real thing. It is a real thing. It's a real thing. You know what else is a real thing? Being on the road three weeks in a row. 
uh, beating airplanes, know, playing the Ravens. Yeah, jet lag. Yeah, shitty airport sandwiches. Could I'm be, assuming they could get be better, further away. They get better stuff than us. So they were yeah, three jet. games in a row at Denver. <laughs> yep, altitude division rival. Sure, there. at Baltimore. Sure, tough playoff early, and then Foxborough. Minus 20. Also, Baltimore is just not a nice place. Like, even outside, there's crime and stuff, right? Yeah. All of our listeners from Baltimore, prove me wrong. Send me some nice picks. But, like, you know, Baltimore is not a mandatory stop on the way from T.O. to Florida. No, the wire. Yeah. Yeah. Sketchy place. It scares you. Yeah. And maybe, you know what? The Ravens are like that. Anyway, uh, a lot of stuff going on. We had a, you know, it wasn't the best divisional weekend, the chalk one. But it is leading into a Final Four that is going to produce, I think, no matter who wins... A fantastic Super Bowl with storylines that, you know, you can't write this stuff. Brady is, what, his 16th Super Bowl if he makes it? That's probably wrong. I'm, yeah. getting, I'm getting old. It'll be his ninth. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Casual ninth. It's a bit wrong. It'll be his ninth. It's the first time he's uh, actually worn this underdog crown yeah. and, like, gotten behind it. I know he's been an underdog before, but he always kind of kept quiet about it. Yeah, yeah. It was Against Peyton and those, those years, right? The first runabout. He's had and now this latest run. He's chirping. Yeah. Chirping the post game interview. What do you we, think of that? He was sick of everybody since 2014 when yeah. they said, yeah, the Pats are done. It's like, shut up. We're not. No, it's, I'll tell you when we're done. And yeah. I'm going to keep winning Super Bowls in the meantime. So si- shove it up your ass, Max Kellerman and Rob Parker. Yes. You know not really, done. It really reminds me of. Um, when Will Ferrell accepted the SB on behalf of Tiger Woods. That was amazing. And he's <laughs> like, video. Uh, shut up. I'm Tiger Woods. I'll ask the question. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. I'll be done when we're saying I'm done. And you know what? I'm not going to jump on the Brady bandwagon because, you know, that ship sailed for me a decade ago. Right. But it was unreal. The movie, I didn't want to see it again. Yeah, I know. And but That was know. the truth of the week a couple weeks ago. Even though you've seen this movie before, it doesn't mean it's not still good and still going to happen just because you're bored of it. Twitter would disagree, but yes, yes. there's a lot of losers out there. (laughs) So I was on the flip side of one movie ending, Philip and Tom. Yep. But I was on the right end of the uh, Rocky two. Nick Foles and the Eagles, you know, stumbling, not getting all the way. Rocky two sucked. You know, he lost. So he won Rocky two. Well, it was the it was the bad fight. It was the worst movie. Of course it was. But anyway, this people right now are in their car being like, what the fuck is he talking about? Uh, Rocky two, Rocky one, and what you he beats so, Apollo? Yeah, he beats yeah. he beats Apollo in the most expected win ever. You can't lose twice and expect there to be a third film, you know. Yeah. Anyway, speaking speaking of boxing, we 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 randomly watched Monday Night. We're gonna get to the football in a second. We randomly watched Monday Night Raw the other night for someone who grew up watching wrestling religiously. NWO for life, because um, it's just the sweet. The, red, the red the red NWO. Wolfpack. Yeah, the red yeah, Wolfpack. Oh, baby. Uh, anyway, it was amazing. I, we were obsessed with it. And I'm watching it now as, you know, an adult man. And I'm just like, first of all, why are they all in shiny, br- shiny boxers, shiny briefs? Uh, also, we didn't used to watch it in 4K, you know? Now you can see all the sweaty man groin hair and the other hair that pokes through on these long wrestling road trips. Uh, not to mention it's yeah. Shaved. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Should be. <laughs> yeah. Get some nair on that. Oh, it's awful. Come on, uh, Vince, also, and you're like, okay, now it's geared towards kids. That's why I'm not liking it so much. And then they randomly show like some woman with no shirt on, basically. And I'm like, man, this is weird, which is exactly what my parents must have been thinking. Because, you know, take away Hollywood Hogan, it's the same shit. But anyway, you want to get into wrestling again, which is something that if you like sex, you shouldn't want to do. Uh, <laughs> but if you do want to get into it again, throw like five bucks on it. Let me tell you, you will be cheering. And the fact that it's scripted, you'll be even more... More mad. It's like when you're watching a football game, you're like, this shit's fixed. But when you it actually is. <laughs> but when you don't know or follow the script, right. it's it's unscripted yes. to you in the moment. Yeah. Hey. A random stumble. Yep. You know. Yeah. Bet on random stuff in life, folks. It's really funny. Like lady at the grocery store, you know, is she gonna have enough change? I don't know. I love oh. betting on grocery aisles. Which line goes faster? Yeah. You send your partner to line three, four down. When we go to a grocery store together, I have to go to the car early because I know you just, you, something's going to happen. You're a, a slight scene causer, you know? I, got, I like a good scene. Yep. But the people that is, are involved with the scene with you don't, aren't always quite enjoying it as much. You know, especially during the off season when I'm not <laughs> doing them as many tours. Right. You know? Yeah. So any kind of captive audience. Yes. Grocery line qualifies. Did you know that? Huck? Yeah, they're stuck in the line with them. Yeah. <laughs> they're stuck in the line with them. Banned from three metros. Oh, two yeah. Loblaws. Can you believe this bread? It's 350. It's 325 yesterday. Someone take this bread back. <laughs> anyway, uh, he kept the bread. The jibs are in. The picks are in, too. You're doing the reverse jinx this week, which is Weird Mike's own expression for betting totally against what he's always thought up until right now and it happened to be your prophecy uh brent as i rarely call you that uh or yahweh you can choose yeah. you wanted to go uh breeze brady that's what you really wanted to see so you picked kc rams I was fuck i'm a, smart <laughs> <laughs> i really appreciate that and i really hope that comes in because that second week carry is all about that breeze brady showdown there we go. Uh, translation okay. for humans. Uh, Mike's got some dough on the Saints and the Patriots. There we go. That's nice Super Bowl pick from week five. Uh, we'll get into that in a second. Okay. A lot of stuff to get to. Uh, Huck's mustache is twitching at me, and that means only one thing and one thing only. It is time for the news that matters. I've just been handed an urgent news story. All right, all right. Thank you, Jeffrey. Yep. Uh, news that matters. We're going to break down some of the games that were, as we sort of alluded to already, um, over underwhelming overall. Um, but, yeah, let's get into it. Chiefs dismantled the Colts. 31-13. Um, finally got a home win after 20 years. Yep. And, yeah, you probably could have turned this one off by halftime. It was ugly. And I'm really glad that our, the episode we recorded last week <laughs> got lost. I was hard drive, say. This hard drive crashed because I was drinking all the Colts Kool-Aid, as a lot of people were. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I was going real hard on them. And they got embarrassed. I admire your candor for even bringing that up. We had a solid Colts-Chiefs debate. You guys were, like, all over me for saying no, no, no. Andy Reid and Patty are going to get this one. Kermit the quarterback. Anyway, it's in the lost episodes, which we will release at a later time. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and that other one. Yeah. Um, yeah. Colts, <laughs> Colts and Luck were allergic to completing passes and first downs. It was ugly. Yeah. He laid a fucking egg. Yes. Vinatieri missed it extra point you know, it was just a weird game it, it wasn't even remotely about him he's 70 <laughs> okay, he got off the hook the 24 10 i get it but could have been a closer game they never stood a chance 
Moving on uh, to the Rams defeating the Cowboys 30-22. to um, And some things will just literally never make sense to me. Um, I'm talking about the Cowboys D, which is all year it's been rated as one of the best run defenses. Uh, and the game before against the Seahawks, they kept them to like 73 yards, which they've been one of the best rushing teams all year. Um, but they decided to just not show up or just get smoked uh, by the Rams' new tandem of Todd Gurley and C.J. Anderson, who went off for 273 yards. Yep. I, I'm not sure if you saw what Jerry Jones just said today, claiming that, yeah, you know, they beat us, no excuses, and then he makes an absolute excuse and says that's the reason we lost, claiming that the Dallas Cowboys were all wearing the wrong footwear. No joke. Ah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Like, and not even backing down from it. Like, yeah, yeah, wrong footwear. Totally. I saw what we were wearing after the game. We were sliding everywhere. I've watched the tape. Did, this is why he loves Garrett, by the way. Yeah. He thinks he's the coach. Did you did you fire the equipment guy? No. No. Just, yeah, he's, and basically that's a call out on the head coach. If you're the head coach, you're supposed to be in, in control of all that. But he was clapping. Yeah, he's, he sucks. He's just turning the lights on and off in Jones' yeah. dome. Michael Lombardi <laughs> on his podcast, great podcast, was, was ripping into him again, the clapper, as he's named him. Yeah, um, but he's like, like, what does he do during the game? Like, right. I've never ho- seen him hold a sheet covering his mouth. No, he's not calling plays. No, he's not like, what is his task? I never see him talk or call timeouts. No, it's you, you, ever, you ever seen the movie Multiplicity where uh, yes, Michael Keaton that. makes a whole bunch of clones of himself? Yeah, Jason Garrett, I feel like is a clone of some other Jason Garrett. And but this one they kind of fucked up on <laughs> and instead of coaching football. He just claps and spits. He spits a lot, too. Yeah. He's like uh, Jack Nicholson and the one flew over this cuckoo's nest after he has the lobotomy. He's just like, yeah. 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 This is fine. Yeah. We, did we win or lose? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to the Pats and Chargers. Pats stuck it to the LA Chargers. Weird Mike. Much yeah. to Weird Mike dismays, but 41-28. Um, yeah, this was this was a bloodbath. This was great as a Pats fan watching. I they literally haven't dominated a team this much all season. So it was great to see some vintage Tom on display. They yeah set a franchise record for getting four touchdowns on the opening first four drives of the game. Yeah, and another one that you could have shut off by halftime because uh, you know second half Chargers really just getting some garbage time points. But yeah, Pats looked mean. You should have jumped. Uh, you should have jumped on those wagers I was offering. Here's a weird Mike betting tell. When I drop the line in your favor, it's because I want it too bad. <laughs> and you should probably take it against me. Losing to you hurts too much. <laughs> and the good of winning it's against true. you. It's true. You know what? You're one of the first people that's ever said that's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, man. That's <laughs> true. Sure. However you want to take I like it, I don't even know how I meant it. That's the truth. That is losing hurts too much. That might replace the truth of the week. <laughs> yeah, scrap it. That's, that's Lo- it. losing to you, weird Michael. As I'm There's sure any listener who knows you can accustom to. Oh man. Yep. But hey, you know what? That that's what's fun it about happens. it's fun about betting. I'm a, I'm a good loser and I'm a good winner, but in the middle I would rather have to. Nightmare. I would rather have to. I would rather have to blow my nose and be incapable of doing so for three straight days, than lose twenty beans to Weird Mike. That's think that's how much awful. that would suck. <laughs> you could thank Seth Rollins for that last just, twenty. Oh. Woo! Very rough. Um, Get but, to that Superdome, bro. I've had enough of Philip and Brady. We got it. Yeah, he's back to his Steam nine kids. Rolled. Just Brady? to clarify, the Pats won. Yeah, uh, for those who, yeah. Sorry, Mike. It's okay. Um, it, yeah, heading down to New Orleans to the Superdome. Uh, the Saints 
beat the Eagles just barely, um, twenty to fourteen. It was it was a little tight. Um, yeah, the Eagles got up real early. Big Nick, Big Dick Nick looked like he had some of the magic uh, yeah. going up 14, 14 zip real early, and that was I didn't even realize till checking after. That's all the points they scored. Yeah, and, and they, they just. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. And they they uh, they didn't struggle doing it. They scored fourteen pretty easy points off the pick. No, every pass it was just like, oh my god, like it's happening again. Like w- this guy can't be stopped. Right. Like he looks like a robot. Like everything was just yeah, just the first st- down, first down, first down points. The stars were aligning for another some comeback. More fucking monster pecker miracle. Yep. And <laughs> this monster guy- pecker miracle. And this guy rushes the play before the two-minute warning? Yeah, that was weird. They ran the ball with 22 seconds before the two-minute warning. Both teams had one timeout. They gained a sizable chunk. They're on the, setting up the, second and three. On the 30-yard line. And they were doing it to make sure that the Saints wouldn't have any time left if they scored. Right. Because all they would need is a field goal. And he hustles to the line, goes through Alshon's hand, and... Are we going to see Rocky 3? Is this over? Is it done? Is that how it ends? Rocky 3 was the best one. The Russian, wasn't it? Was it oh, no, that was four, Hogan. Four. That was Hogan. Yeah. 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 No, Clubber Lang, yeah. Rocky 3. Club, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Mr. T. Yeah. And the then, yeah, Ivan Drago. They shouldn't have ran the play before the two-minute war. Right. And they would have had those heroics. And maybe Drew Brees would have had a second or two left to yeah. snatch victory. But come but, on. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they had the chance to win it on the last, you know, essentially final drive of the game. And, yeah, a costly miss by Mr. Alshon Jeffrey going right through his hands. Right that's through a, his That's hands. a tough one. It's it, one thing it, to be, you know, off your fingertips, but literally to miss it like that. It's uh, tough. You, know. you just got to make sure, but it was a zinger at his face. And it's about an eight, six, seven-yard throw. But, again, it's the playoffs. Catch it. Brett Favre threw way harder than that. Marshawn Lattimore, big game, two picks. Yeah. Saints got to the Super Bowl last time with a bad pick. It's true. Yeah, Favre. Yep. Kind of reminiscent. Yep. Absolutely. We'll, uh, yeah, we'll see if that pans out coming up. That uh, play was on, by the way, on Instagram today. Brett could have just ran it for like six yards. He also had the tight end for five yards. Oh, God, Brett. I love you, but God damn it. Uh, moving on to some rapid fire headlines. Uh, Mr. Ky- Kyle, Mr. Kyler Murray, uh, Oklahoma quarterback, has declared for the NFL draft. Um, last year, he was actually drafted by the Oakland A's, who are still saying, like, what the fuck? Yep. Uh, <laughs> also, yeah, and for any NFL team that does draft him, uh, one, he's not that great of a quarterback, and he's okay. He's pretty short, uh, but he, some- he could still choose baseball. So it's like it's a crapshoot for a, mar- you know, maybe he'll succeed quarterback. There's some real skepticism about that height, okay? You know, in those college programs, they're always generous. You know, it's a oh, yeah, totally. guy doing it, so... Yeah. There's people fearing that when he lines up to measure at the combine, this motherfucker is going to be five seven. <laughs> okay, they tell the world he's five nine. Right. People don't believe it. You know. Anyway, uh, imagine he skips the combine because he doesn't want to be measured. <laughs> Straight up, maybe. Or he skips that part of it. I choose not to run. <laughs> yeah. No, no, I'll yeah. pass. I'll run. I'll throw. We'll no one's measuring me. <laughs> and he's got like Jordan bubble extra bubbles on. He's immediately the most interesting guy in the draft, though. Uh, yes. Arizona picking first. Cliff Kingsbury, their new coach at Texas Tech when he was playing Oklahoma, got interviewed six months ago and was like, if I had the first pick in the draft, I'd take Kyler Murray. He's perfect. He doesn't have an off game. He also could throw the ball like 60, 70 yards. They're in a tough division. They got Josh Rosen. Man. Yes, but don't sleep on that. 
Also, the Denver Broncos. Mm, going against Pat Mahomes for the next 10 years? Why not get your own? Um, yeah, big birthday shout-out to Mr. Drew Brees. He turned 40. Yes. Yeah, he's almost as old as Tom. Giddy up, way to go. Makes me feel young. Drew Brees and Tom, still killing it. Actually, it makes me feel older. <laughs> that he's five years older than me and accomplishing set more. Than me. <laughs> no, the only thing that makes me feel old is when NHLers or NFLers that I watched growing up, now their sons are in. You know? Yeah. Yes. Like Christian McCaffrey makes me feel old because I used to do this salute with his dad. Easy Ed? <laughs> yeah. Denver Broncos receiver. Uh, yeah, last but not least, Mr. Travis Scott will be joining Maroon 5 for the Super Bowl halftime show. Um, there's a lot of controversy surrounding this with the whole Colin Kaepernick thing, uh, but he has... Part of the stipulation that he would do the show is that the NFL has to make a sizable donation to um, to a charity of his choosing. Right. One uh, that Kaepernick would be fully supportive of. Right. I've never seen a Super Bowl halftime so desperate and anxious to sign the co-act. It's because there was a massive petition online. That Maroon 5 wasn't enough? Yeah. People hate football fans. Don't like Maroon 5. Correct. You want to know why? Because football fans are mostly dudes. Yeah. <laughs> but there's the crossover not the Super Bowl, but... Maroon you know, is the most feminine color that you can even think of. I think but. now it's going to be less attractive of a gig because it's not only going to be who you are, it's about who you're bringing. If Maroon 5 was playing in our living room right now, like in our studio... Yes. I don't know if I'd watch them. I'd go to Subway. Yeah, that's what I mean. I'd go, I'd go have a drink. Of course I'd watch. Me and Huck be sitting there in front row. <laughs> well, he'd be in the third row. But. Uh, Huck Media, massive Maroon 5 fan. Everyone knows that. He calls himself Maroon 6. He's the sixth member. <laughs> he made those t-shirts <laughs> yeah. last time they were in town. He'll confirm all this and shut the Huck up. All right. Thank you for the news. Uh, in the name of fantasy, the Saints, and the Holy Patriots. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And by Can the way, I get a amen? And by the way, from all of our Look Who's Talkers out there, we hear you and you all love the all right, all right. Which, by the way, when you were pregnant, I thought I, thought I did a pretty good job with the, oh, wow. all, the all right, all right. Not bad, not bad. Yeah, also Huck Media, for news that doesn't matter, he stepped into your place, ah. twisted his stash and uh, dished That's us right. the news that didn't matter. <laughs> and it didn't. Nope. Oh, man. Okay, so a lot of stuff going on. No matter what the Super Bowl is, uh, just to sh sort of shift gears here, I think there's some overlooked stories that aren't really being talked about as we go into these games, uh, regardless of who you got, regardless of who you like. Such as? Well, Patrick Mahomes, who on this show, we were on pretty early in life here compared to a lot of NFL shows. Fantasy special. Yep. Uh, as well as just last season, your host, Jeff with a G, telling you as soon as they bench Alex Smith, they'll be better. Looked pretty stupid back then, didn't I? Now he's the MVPizzle. Huck diggity dizzle. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, an unconfirmed MVP. Yeah, you're right. Not yet. Scatterbush bet still pending. It's a lock, Jerry. Now, with over 50 touchdowns, most likely the MVP, the number one seed in the AFC, and possibly on his, route, on his way to a Super Bowl, if he gets there and wins, is it the greatest season ever? He's a rookie. And he's having Tom Brady slash Peyton Manning like numbers. In my, but, yeah. but they didn't even win those years that no. they were having those numbers. Yes, Pey yeah, Peyton and Brady both lost in the Super Bowls when they threw north of fifty touchdowns. Right. Um, yeah, the guy's a rookie. 
That well, was in there. He was in their tenth year. He's a rookie in my that. mind, but uh, he's officially not a rookie. Right. Everyone's because that one bullshit game. And because year. Andy Reid's the offensive genius, everyone's sort of not giving him the credit he's due. He still has to make these throws. Not to mention he's making throws other guys wouldn't make. He's like a Japanese major league rookie. Yeah. You know they come in. Yeah, they throw all weird. <laughs> Who's that guy? Uh, Nomo. Hideo? Hideki Nomo? No. Hideo Nomo. Hideo Nomo. I don't remember him. Nomo. Nope. Um, Brady's. Okay, we joked about it earlier, but it's ninth Super Bowl. Ninth. Nine. If he makes it, lost three. If he makes it, ninth Super Bowl. If he wins it. That's the record, right? Nine. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, we kind of touched on it earlier, earlier, but uh, yeah, the Pats, eighth straight. AFC Championship, which is insane. And so out of out of Brady's career thus far, he's played 18 seasons. The one, 2008, he was out the entire season with the, the knee injury. Um, so he's made it 13 of 17 seasons to the title game. Come on. It's Ridiculous. That, that is, yeah, that's like 76.3% or something. That's, more likely than LeBron James to make a free throw. That's also how long the Dolphins, Jets, and Bills have just sucked. <laughs> like, sucked. All three of like teams. the Jets. Hit. The Jets made the championship game in yep. 2008. That's true. Hey, a couple. A couple. Jets are less dysfunctional than everyone says. Yes, that's true. Uh, I saw a bizarre stat that uh, Tom Brady is still chasing Mark Sanchez in road playoff wins. Yes, he that's, is. That's because they host so many because, playoff games. Yeah, he doesn't go on the road. Right. That's for peasants like Hashtag Mark Sanchez. Butt fumble. Yeah. Got something on Tomboy. All right. Although I'm on him this week, so right. That's some old. Weird Mike bubbling over. Yes. Remember, you like the, the guy that usually wins this week. You're just going to be like, you know, the rest of us and be like, hey, that was easy. Well, I'm wearing the Patriots jacket. I'm trying to get the mojo going. You know? I, I was begging him, folks. I was begging him, folks. He was on, on his way to Hearns on Sunday to watch some football. I was begging him. I'm like, hey, man, I know you've been on the Chargers for like two months, but save, save some. Stay away, bro. You know what? You know the, the writing's on the wall, man. Tom's winning this. You, we had the exact same chat uh, about seven years ago before I proposed. Yes, <laughs> I was like, think about it. It was the same uh, <laughs> demeanor. Stay off, Phil. Anyway, you guys could fill in the blanks, but that was the last time you were that serious. It's true, me. man. I got right in your fotch, and it probably saved me a few hundo. I had my morning coffee. I was right there. Two cream, one sugars. <laughs> I mentioned in the rundown that being a hockey, working at a hockey camp. Uh, with my boy, Voice of God here, will help me pick the games this weekend. Let me explain why, okay? When you are a counselor at a camp, you are always vastly outnumbered by a large group of kids, okay? Vastly outnumbered. All hopped up on yeah. sugar. I mean, sometimes the age difference isn't even that much. I'm talking like, you know, there's maybe four 16, 17-year-old counselors versus 30 to 40, 13, 14-year-old kids and a game of anything, <laughs> The counselors win. Anything. We always won. Dodgeball wasn't even close. Girls are going to the infirmary. Kids are getting fucking hurt. Stop gossiping and watch your nuts. These balls are coming in hot. Okay? Even if the counselor's fat, out of shape, looks hungover, he's still winning. This week, I'm taking the counselors over the kids. I'm taking Brady and Breeze. Over Goff and Mahomes. Talent level is pretty equal. The experience level matters a lot, folks. Love Ma- it. Matters a lot. Um, I think, I mean, you know, right off the bat, the Rams game, Rams Saints. I think they, they said it was the loudest it's ever been last week. 
I'm not a guy who loves to harp on home field advantage, road advantage, but in these playoff games, it matters. Your offense can either work very easily or work surrounded by Harrier Jets, and it makes a difference. Yeah, you're going offside. You can't hear the audibles. Yeah, loud noises, as Brick would say. Uh, it matters. It, it's slowed down a lot of top-tier offenses over, over the years. Brett Favre and the red-hot Vikings came in, you know, lost. Didn't score as many as they normally do. I've never been to camp. You never went to camp? Any kind. Never? Never. Really? Nothing up north, nothing out east. Oh, man. Just uh, old school garage hanging in the summers. We worked at Hockey Opportunity but Camp. But if I had yes. attended said camp, yes. HOC amongst others, yes, I would have rallied a team to give those counselors a run. Oh, yeah. That was the funnest part about being a kid. So those, there, there were those kids. Yeah, yeah there's, there's those kids that get to the end that are hard to fucking get. But you get them. Did you let those you're an adult? Did you let those kids assemble an all-star team? Oh yeah, sure. Do whatever you gotta do. I'm gonna smoke a dart in the woods. I'll come back and kick your ass. And then we're going to eat BLTs. All you can eat. Woo! That was a, that was the best day. Um, three meals a day. All you can eat. Great place to work. So this is the first time all year that we've all been on the same pick train. Yeah, I Breeze think. And Bray, I know you're on Brady. What's uh, your Breeze thoughts, uh, VOG? Love to see it. Uh, I mean, yeah, Brady Breeze showdown would be is yeah as I predict or you know when we did our picks earlier in the year um, is my ideal scenario. Um, I think yeah, boatload of storylines and yeah, two of the best to ever do it go head to head like we've never really seen that. Yep. I mean, I again, a couple things. The Patriots have now had like almost a month off. They got an easy win over the Bills. They got an easy win over the Jets. They got a bye week. Then they play the Chargers and the game's over at half. I feel like they have extra, extra rest. They won without Gronk. Yes. They didn't even put him in their game plan. They knew that they could win this game, or at least early on. Yep. Maybe they had him planned in later. This is... This is it. up 28 nuts. Hit the pine, Gronk. Yep. Let's save you for next week. He was in. He was the best block. He is the best blocking tight end of the league. And Sonny Michelle was just bringing it to the but house. But he's, he's less likely to get hurt or banged up blocking Correct. than he is like jumping for 50 50 balls over the safety, yes. taking those big impacts. Correct. Especially with an arm that looks like it's held together with plastic. Yeah. They don't use him unless they have to. Like there's a couple games like yes. Brady will try every other receiver. It's like, okay, we need three to Gronk and get us yeah. in the red zone. It's all part of a much larger plan, which I'm going to get into right now with this week's Truth of the Week. Hey. Yo, you might have just made a fact just now. That's some real shit. The Truth of the Week, folks, is that champions are always preparing for the finals. Everything in the organization is geared towards that. In the NFL, every game, in the NFL playoffs, every game is a game seven. Every detail more important. You can't lose a couple bounces or fumbles and get back to fundamentals in game two. You lose a couple bounces and you're probably out. So you need to make sure that you don't lose a couple bounces so that luck doesn't have a chance to intervene. The teams with super attention to detail win more in the playoffs. This is the Patriot way. Not just letting stars go, but there's a structural thing here that I'm going to explain in more depth because I don't think it's been done. It's an understanding of possession, timeouts, risk analysis in the playoffs that it's a lot more important. Players are not reaching for the extra yard. Now, if you've been preaching that all season like the Patriots do, it's much easier to instill in an important game like the playoffs. If this is just something you bring up and practice on Wednesday, it's the first time you've really taken this shit seriously, it's not going to hold as much. 
Players wrapping two hands on the football while carrying, even if it costs them a few yards. A defensive holding call that saves touchdowns. Take it. It's all about your risk-reward analysis. Look at the Patriots' drives when they need points. They're perfect. They realize that as long as there's a minute or two on the clock, big chunk, chunk yards is what the defense is covering, but three to five yards to the running back is open the whole drive. They've been doing this for game-winning drives for 18 years. The Patriots barely have any highlight reel catches in their hundreds of playoff games. No real memorable catches because they just march. They understand the details. They understand the risk analysis. They understand what they need to win, and they know how to do it. Also, there's an understanding of the playoffs from a team structure and a system point of view. James Harrison was used specifically last year to be a playoff pass rusher. They kept him healthy, and everyone said he was a bust because they aren't using him. Nah, they don't need him to win in Buffalo in Week 16. They need to beat the Jaguars in the Final Four. They make sure that James White's healthy, or as healthy as he can be, for the playoffs because you need to be able to throw to that running back. The guy's Kevin Falk 2.0. They've been doing this for 18 years. They kept Gronk away from unnecessary hits last game, just as we talked about. Once it was out of reach, that was totally on purpose. He had two targets. He's not going to get as hurt on the blocking, okay? They can send him full on to beat the Chiefs, a team that struggles to defend tight ends. Send him full on, whether he gets hurt or not, because he's got two weeks to prepare for the Super Bowl, one more game. Hey, just get there, right? I think they're ready for the Chiefs. The defense, just like every year, Bill Belichick takes a not-quite-as-talented-as-you-would-like squad, coaches them up. Better than Week 10 when they played the Chiefs last. Running back, Sonny Michelle, little rookie out of Georgia, second-rounder. Coached up, healthy, monster in the playoffs, all right? They're like the Spurs. When Duncan would sit one of every three games going in down the stretch of the regular season, whether they finished second or third or fifth, didn't matter in the NBA playoffs as much as having Tim healthy for the tournament. If you have the advantage of knowing you will make the playoffs, like the Patriots, or, you know, the very talented Spurs, you just have to make sure you're as healthy as possible for the tournament. And, as Sean Payton says, if it's only three fucking games, come on! Especially if you get the buy, it's three fucking games. It's a three-game tournament to get ready for. And if you know you're going to make it, that's what you're gearing for all season. The Patriots are relying less on luck to be ready for the playoffs than other teams. They also know that the divisional round is against an opponent that they, they will have a fatigue advantage over. And for the Chargers situation, a fatigue advantage escalated by the time change and a physical readiness advantage based on the California team's less experience playing in the cold. So right off the bat, every year, while other teams are planning their season, Bill Belichick is always planning this three-game season that most likely he will get to. It takes a higher priority than in other organizations' systems because it's much more likely. Thus, it should be planned for. The experience of 13 Final Fours now for Brady and Belichick compounded with the system, the Patriot way, built to excel at this three-game sudden-death season makes for a football team that's hard to beat because they've been playing this game since last year and you started on Monday. They know the teams they are most likely to play. Steelers, Chiefs, Chargers, Ravens, Texans, Colts, Jags, Titans. Eight teams. Eight teams they play all the time because of the schedule bestowed upon the highest-ranking teams, ensuring they will play the other highest-ranking teams in the AFC. Belichick's got libraries on teams, players, and offensive and defensive strategies, playing teams with coaches who are giving this NFL head coaching thing a go for the first time. Hooey! There's Bill Belichick. This is awesome. It's the Patriot way. It's not even fair. But life and football aren't fair. Just win, baby.
Patriots, they're planning for this three-game playoff season while you're just happy to be there, all right? Just know it's a different level. They're in tough against the Chiefs this week, but against everyone else, it's just not really fair. And, uh, yeah, we're going to move right into our uh, picks here. We had a pretty darn, we had a pretty darn good playoffs this this week, your old boy Jeff with a G is 5-2 with one, five, two and one with one push against the spread in the playoffs. And six and two straight up with my final four making it. Uh, so that gives you honors, Jeffrey. It does. And I'm gonna hit from the blue tees because I feel real confident about this. All right. I'll uh, I'll wait back at the Texas two step. Yeah, giddy up, all right. Uh, and stop moving those tee boxes. People don't like that. <laughs> they do not. Hit the Obi Trice! Here we go. You All right. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> uh, woo! Okay, we got picks this week. We're fired up about them. Weird Mike's got a beauty over-under pick for you at the end of this. So get ready, get fired up, and we're going to have some props picks for you on Instagram coming up for championships Sunday, wherever you're watching it. Enjoy. Okay? Now, the uh, first game, I'm taking the Patriots. I got them an underdog. Tom Brady is a guy who's so good at developing an imaginary chip on his shoulder. He's just really good at this. He was dominating the world, and then you called him a cheater. And he was like, oh, my God, sweet. I was almost out of that being picked in the fifth round. Sixth Sixth round chip. That that chip was gone. You know, I had three rings and almost a perfect season. I'm basically almost the best ever with Joe Montana. Then you called me a cheater. And I've been to three Super Bowls since. Won two of them. So, um, anyway, pretty impressive stuff. I don't like... If I'm the Chiefs, the worst thing that could have happened is Tom Brady being the underdog. Which is natural. You got a great quarterback. You got a great team. You got great weapons. You got a great coach. You got home field advantage. You got a Patriots team that's not quite as strong as other years. But good God, after last week, do you really want to be playing them? So against the spread, I'm getting Tom Brady plus three points. They can lose by a field goal. I don't see them losing by much more than that. And uh, Brady, as much as you think, oh, the pressure's on uh, Andy Reid. You know, he's got to get, he's got to get one. He's got to get a ring. Belichick and Brady know they can't do this forever. Even though they'll probably win the division again next year. Every they that experience also tells you how hard it is to get back. They went what. Years in between uh, Super Bowl appearances because of injury, anything could happen. Literally, Tom's forty-two. He could. I'm, I'm thirty-four. Okay, it sucks putting on pants. You know, I don't care how much crazy beanstalk soup this guy's eating and putting himself in chambers twenty-five hours a day. He's old. Shit happens. So he's not wasting this opportunity to get back. Plus, he's chasing Michael Jordan for six. As in indiv- individual achievements and in team sports. Heard brought this up a couple weeks ago. I thought that was great. Literally, when you get to be GOAT status, you start challenging other major sports stars to just be GOAT of GOATs. Yeah, okay, Muhammad Ali. Yeah, right? So, I mean, if that's what he's chasing and you give him the underdog, you're calling them shit. Uh, yeah. I'm not saying the Patriots are going to smoke them. I think it's going to be a great game. I think it's going to be close. I see the Patriots squeaking one out. Uh, basically based on playoff experience, counselor versus camper. Mahomes, you got 15 years to do these, okay? Tom's been doing them for 18. 
Uh, I think experience counts here. No Josh Gordon's going to really hurt them, but no Kareem Hunt's going to hurt the uh, the Chiefs. Weird Mike has made me aware that Damian Williams is a fantastic backup. Yeah, everybody's loving uh, Michelle out of Georgia, but Damian Williams got a couple national titles with Bama. Mm-hmm. He's a hard runner, knows the system. Kareem is a, a, an afterthought, man. Rookie running backs in a Bill Belichick defense game. I'm smelling a fumble there, right? Don't yeah. you? It's like his third game. Anyway, taking the Saints plus three. I like them to win. Or sorry, the Pats plus three. I like them to win the game, but take the plus. Good God, take the money line, but plus three is the pick. Woo! All right, and the Saints, Rams. Saints are favored by three and a half, okay? They beat them already this season, just like the Pats already beat the Chiefs. However, this game's in New Orleans. That's the home field advantage, three points. All right, it's a pretty even game. The Rams have a keep Talib back. Very large story there on defense for the Rams. I feel like Drew Brees is smart enough to somewhat stay away from Talib, but that'll affect the game plan as far as using Michael Thomas. I don't think Sean Payton and Drew Brees are going to let this opportunity slide by. They just snuck through last week and really excellently coached teams, I find, when they get lucky one week, will come back with a better execution the week after, especially home field, especially with that booming crowd. I see Jared Goff actually having a poor game, more like that game that we saw in Chicago earlier in the year. Uh, it won't be cold. It's a dome, but uh, I think the Rams still one year away. You got the kid coach against, you know, two kids versus two counselors in this game. I, I'm, I'm all in on the Saints. I like them three and a half. I don't. I think the Saints make sure and uh, get up on this game early and never look back. I think both teams are going to try to run, by the way, and be unsuccessful. So get ready to see some fantastic and really cool and new offensive play calls, some trick plays. Both teams played each other before and showed each other almost their full play- playbooks. So now you know the playbooks. You're going to try to run the ball. I don't think either team's going to be able to. You're going to see some crazy shit. Set that shit to record. And maybe some multiple quarterback sets from the Saints, like we called seven weeks ago. Take the Saints three and a half. Love it. Here we go. Woo. You. Uh, Weird Michael. I've just hit off the normal tees where humans hit golf balls. Uh, You could take your two steps back for no particular reason and swing away, bro. Well, I'll swing away, bro, okay. because the only thing hot... Welcome to Pat's Land, by the way, where winners win. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. Although I haven't been formally welcomed by Brent. I'm not sure if that invitation will ever come. Don't hold your breath. Nevertheless, <laughs> the weird pick uh, is the only thing hot in my life right now. All right? We're won the last four. I'm 13-10 and 10 on the year, 2-0 and 0 in the playoffs. Hit last week, KC, Indy, under. Looked like it was racing to the over. Scary first half, yep. Scary first half, breezy second half. Yep. Uh, and the weird picks continue. Under. Under. NFC title game. Rams, Saints, who dat? No dat. <laughs> All right, the under, folks. What's that? 56 and a half. Saints, D. Held firm the rest of that game. Philly scored their opening two drives and then a bagel for three and a half quarters. Real momentum. Uh, the Saints going to want to run the ball. You alluded to that. Yep. Rams going to want to run the ball to keep Brees off the field. I think it's an inflated number. They played each other already. Some familiarity there with some sets. 
and uh, what the defensive captains are aware of. So I love the under, mm-hmm. and I'm hoping for the under trifecta. We're going to go to 14 and 10 uh, next week for the Super Bowl. I'll give you a couple of bonus picks, but this week we're going to stay true to the under. NFC title, Superdome, rocking. Maybe a little D coordinator, D captain communication issues on that helmet. By the way, I saw the, uh, the Saints dressing room. You see Sean Payton, like I know we talked about this, but Sean Payton with the $220,000, which is each player's bonus for yes. winning the Super Bowl, the Lombardi trophy and the ring. Sure. When you see the picture of it, yeah, I'd fucking fight an army to win that. You know, I think it's, I mean, call it what you want, but that's an inspiring fucking thing to have in your workplace. Motivation 101. Yeah. If, like if that was right here in, in the middle of our studio and it was like, you know, run through the I'm wall to get that. Knife. Yeah, watch out, watch out, wall, bro. You know, I'm you know, coming. You know what that cash means more to? Wall, bro. <laughs> Defensive backups who make only 400K a year. Giddy up. So I'm about that under on that cash hunt. Book it, folks. If I got anything left in the, in the tank, <laughs> I'm going to put it on that under. Yep. And hopefully finally cash on one of these picks. Hope you've been winning with us. And uh, Championship Sunday, man, it's, it's, it's the best single day of football. Yep. The Super Bowl is the biggest game, but Championship Sunday will be rocking here at Centennial Studio. Come one, come all. Look who's talkers. Door open. A couple of big screens with two of the biggest games I've seen in who? It's long time. It's going to be sick. Since I, last year. Yeah, it's, definitely. It's been a while. <laughs> That's no, almost two, a year. A lot of hype, man. Love it. Yeah, it's a bit bigger. Both, both rematches. It's, it's bigger than Bortles Brady. You know, right? True story. <laughs> yeah. That's true. true story. By the way, the new Bleacher Report, uh, Blake Gridiron Bortles. Heights. Gridiron Heights. Blake Bortles is on it. It's great. It's, anyway, it's just fantastic. Watch it every week, folks. Um, yeah. <laughs> whatever, uh, wherever, you, uh, wherever you're watching, whatever, whoever you think is going to win, I just hope it doesn't uh, happen. Like, I hope that one team doesn't lose on some sort of stupid miracle. I mean, it's exciting and everything, but... You mentioned the defensive back for the Saints making the extra 220K. Yeah. It was that third defensive back last year that True cost story. them the Super Bowl by tackling a fucking ghost instead of Stephon Diggs. True story. <laughs> All right. Uh, Huck's mustache is twisting again, and that can only mean one thing. He's... It's, it's, it's mating season <laughs> for Huck's. <laughs> uh Stay tuned for Huck Everlasting slash shut the Huck up at the end of the show. But for stuff that matters and stuff that doesn't, this is news that does not matter with our voice of God, Yahweh, Brent Waits. It doesn't even matter. <laughs> Yahweh. That's funny. It's for all you Hebrew, Hebrew people out there. I think, yeah, really uh, ruffling some feathers in a religious crowd could really you know, yeah, that, help, that goes help a long get way. His, you know, mainstream notoriety. Yeah, we do, should do that and get really aggressive with politics. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Extreme <laughs> opinions. I just one way referred or to Jews as Hebrew people. <laughs> Lovely bunch. I am. I'm, I'm part Jewish. Yeah. No way. Yeah, like 116th. My, my mom's mom was half Irish, half Jewish. Whoa. No joke. I just that's learned enough, something. That's enough to get over there. For, for free, for like the 10-day, like, oh, wow. see everything. The rite of you passage must. there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You qualify for the trip to Israel, My rite sister, of Laura Hewlett, shout out Laura Hewlett, and uh, Clapham Common London. Yeah, yeah, she looked into this for us. Wow. Yep. Unreal. I didn't do it. Not bad. I yeah. got to spit in one of those tubes and see what I, <laughs> free perks I get. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right. News, it doesn't matter. <laughs>
Adam Gase. Had to know we were starting there. Um, introduced as the new head coach of the New York Jets. He did the you know the press conference. Yeah. And oh my God, what did he eat, ingest, or get drugged? Yeah. Uh, MDMA, cocaine, horse tranquilizers. Like, what are we talking Maybe about? Maybe a mix of like horse trank and Adderall mixed with like some Red Bull piss. Yeah, know. and like yeah, jet fuel. Um, yeah, if you haven't if you haven't seen the video, you clearly don't follow me on Twitter, and I'm a little hurt. Um, but what, oh my God, what should they follow you follow you at? Should follow me at the Fantasy VOG. Giddy up. There you go. Um, but yeah, if you haven't seen the video, check it out. It's everywhere trending. Um, but yeah, he has the most bug-eyed look, like David Wilcox. <laughs> like I've never seen someone's yeah. eyes open that much and pupils so large. Yeah. And he's there's videos where they like superimpose like a taco on the screen, and it's like he's just his eyes are yes. darting. Like I, it's, it's inexplainable. <laughs> and like, for those of you that don't know, David Wilcox is blind. Yeah. So he's. Pushing his eyeballs out of his socket to try to see for his entire life. Like the old Guinness World Record show. Yeah. Or like Ripley's Believe It or Not, when there's those eyeball popping people, he he looks like that. Yeah. And yeah, oh. like unless it like unless it's like some sort of medical condition that somehow has gone unnoticed. Like or, or when Bugs Bunny used to see Jessica Rabbit, she looked really good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right out Space Jam style. Looks like a cartoon. Check it out. Um but yeah. Get help. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out, Adam Case. Good hire, though. I like it. Yes. No, absolutely. Uh, moving on. Um, in the life of Jerry Jones, the living personification of America, yeah. um, he, treated him- <laughs> he treated himself the other week uh, to, an- to a nice nifty new boat. He got a little boat, didn't he? A little he- dinghy? He got, yeah, a little dinghy or something. Um, no, he got a yacht, a 357 feet long yacht, um, which is 119 yards, longer than a football field, um, and it set him back a cool $250 million. That's it. Yeah, not bad. Um, that's literally a hundred million more dollars than he paid for the Cowboys in 1986. Yep. So Damn. yeah, business is booming when your franchise you own is valued at five billion dollars. Um, but yeah, a couple of notable features of said yacht: it includes not one but two helipads, a garage to store smaller boats, uh, along with the jet skis, as you do, and a gym and a full spa with massage room and sauna. So not bad to be in Jerry's world. Yeah, he's just an economic genius. Like, do you know how much he makes just charging people to watch the game in the parking lot with like a plastic seat? Literally, it's like 30 bucks a game US. Wow. To watch the game in the parking lot. He's got like 20,000 people there. Like, just, yeah, there you go. Here's a big screen outside. So it's like a Molson Canadian hockey house. Oh, yeah. Also, the amount of tours they run every day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, you've been there, right, Mike? I've yeah. been there. All my friends that have been there have done been the, on the tour. Exactly. Yeah. It's like it's literally like football world. How could you not? Like it's 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 like Disney World, football world. This is how big Jerry thing. And the stadium is insane. Probably has a small dick, don't you think? Hey, Probably. Jerry? Yeah. I yeah. didn't do the tour uh, when I was there. Small duck. And uh, they actually had the art gallery closed for the national title. They don't want all the drunk college kids storming through. Yep. So uh, my bad. Um, moving on, um, the Bears fans um, had a nice little opportunity, uh, as we sort of mentioned on the show in weeks past, um, that a local brewery offered free beer for anyone who can actually kick a 43-yarder. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this you know stunt went down the last weekend. It's hilarious. If you haven't seen any of the videos, I definitely suggest checking it out. It. Um, there was my two favorites, just uh, to quickly. There was a unfortunate incident with someone, I guess, running the event, standing near the sidelines, Football right in the dick, <laughs> Hans Molman style at the Springfield <laughs> Film Festival, right in 
the dink. Um, Yuck. Yeah. Real funny. Um, and then, yeah, the, the best one was this was this dude just rolls up. He's got his, you know, it's cold as shit out, but he's got his Under Armour on. He's got his, like, high school jersey. This, like, classic stereotype, like, peaked in high school kid. Yeah. And he just... Al Bundy type of thing? He just, he just rolls up and, you know, does the little step back, you know, seem, seemingly knowing exactly what he's doing, runs up, completely eats it like Charlie Brown. Yeah. Like... He doesn't even kick the ball; just lands on his ass. Welcome to winter, man. You're standing on ice. He's wearing old New Balances. You yeah, know, I thought they could have done a better job of cleaning the snow. You know, it's hard enough. They didn't have to make it an ice patch. They're giving him beer for a I, year. It's hey. a case a week for a year. It's That's like those hey. coupons you came home. You with see the size slices. of the guy's barrel, man. He needs that. I'm just saying, it's hard enough as it is. It was an ice patch. Right. right. Vinatieri did of, it in the Tuck game. It's fine. Two out of three. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Can you kick it that far, Mike? Uh, yeah, I got a f- career long of 46. Not bad. If Could you, you give, do it now? If you give me two days of training at Centennial Stadium. So days. before the Super Bowl, I can we not. go over to Centennial and, and have a challenge? Absolutely. All I, right. I have like a dream of kicking field goals. Let's do it, man. It's I was so a soccer player. Hey, I let, really hey, think hey, I could Let's have a kickoff now as the former kick, the only former kicker on, on our show. Sure. You should be definitely winning this, right? Were you willing to take odds? Like will, two to one? I will handicap the contest. There we go. Uh, but kicking field goals for cash is a lot of fun. Yes. You go there, two, three guys. <laughs> one guy's catching them. One guy's holding them. You're running around. We got two, three balls in the garage. But uh, next sunny day, let's do it before the Super Bowl. You learn a lot of stuff on this show, folks. There's a lot of stuff that's a lot of fun when you just throw some dough into it. So, Grocery shopping, watching WWE wrestling, Survivor, The Bachelor, and kicking some fucking field goals. <laughs> Bachelor gambling is great. It's a, oh, it's it's great. a 43 yarder, right? 43 yes, yarder. 43 yarder. Also, coach was kind of cool, you know, whether he missed it or it was tipped. Nagy was like, yeah, hey, it's team game. The guy goes on the Today Show and that just didn't go so to well. talk about himself, and Nagy's like, yeah, I didn't like that. He didn't even hide it. But, but Ooh, and why, why would Park, Parky, Cody Parky, Parky went, on went on the Today Show? Today Show. To talk about like the like, social so, media backlash. And so stuff. you're the guy that missed the kick. Yeah. yeah. What, like, what do you have to say? Like, just no. Like, no benefit comes from that. Like, bringing more attention to this. And, like, because it, the ball was tipped, he was kind of talking like he was off the hook a bit. It was kind of weird. Why do you think he took the interview? Anyway, he's gone. <laughs> it's like, oh, Nagy's yeah. like, all right, we'll let it go. He missed the kick. Fucking tip, whatever. Got to get it higher. I think the GM, are, like, publicly came yeah. out and said, we, we need both, to improve in yeah, kicking. Yeah, he's gone. So, so Sorry, you got some deep-rooted fantasy field goal kicking thing going on, eh? That's yeah. exciting. I'm, kicking, uh, kicking I'm happy stuff. to be part of your football fantasy. Yes. You're part of no <laughs> fantasy. Uh, moving on. Uh, last but not least, what is the news that doesn't matter without bringing up our good friend Hugh Jackson? Yeah. He was let go by the Bengals no. as his special assistant. So for those of you keeping score at home, yeah. he's been fired twice in one calendar, yeah. one one <laughs> season of the NFL. Yeah. So, twice sorry, in Hugh. the state of Ohio. Yeah. Word is he's it's a hard pl- to do. He's applying to be Santa Claus at a local mall in Ohio next year. That's about uh, as much as I think of his football prowess. But uh, you know what? I don't really know. And know what you don't know. Thank you, Lord, as always, for our news that does and does not matter. If you have news that doesn't matter, you think doesn't matter more than our news doesn't matter, send in your stupid news and we'll see if it's stupider than ours. Hit us up on Instagram at Hughes Talking or on Twitter at Hughes Talking. Hit me up. Uh, on Twitter at G-E-O-F-F-H-U-L-E-T, all one word. 
Got lucky there. I'm the only G off Hewlett. <laughs> and uh, on Twitter, at WeirdMike24. At WeirdMike24. Going to be given the first touchdown for both title games. It's a great uh, pregame prop. You hit, it, you hit it again on the weekend in the classic Weird Mike fashion. It was the one you did not tweet. Yeah, it wasn't the primetime <laughs> game, so I didn't get on it. Our buddy uh, from Don't Forget to Bet, which is uh, solid for football, basketball picks. He's got some smoking record yeah, going. Good money game. line record. Uh, but... Yeah, you, you forgot what you were gonna say. I just, I, I just watched you. I just that. watched you mind fart. <laughs> I literally just watched you called? search your mind for for it, and I, then I watched you give up and just stare at your knuckle, <laughs> and I just figured we would just move on. I don't remember either, at, but we'll but we'll listen, and at, that's when we'll remember. At Weird Mike Twenty Four. There you go. I think we said that. That's where you want it. Yeah. That's where you're going to get those first touchdowns. That's where you're going to get those first TDs, folks. Look, a couple bold calls before we get to shut the huck up. I'm saying that we get the old Gronk this week. Not all, all season. You didn't see him. He's hurt. He's bashed up. You know, he's got a RoboCop right arm. Patriots knew they'd need him for one game this year. This one. They got two weeks off to the Super Bowl. Even if he does get banged up, he can rest. And whatever. Let's just get there. I think we'll see the old Gronk. And uh, I think Jared Goff's going to have the worst game of his career. I really do. I really do. I think the Rams D is going to play good. I feel like Gurley and CJ will play decent, but the, you know the Saints are going to know that's what they want to do. And Goff's going to give the game away. My bold call. You're going to be mad. To the Ohio State Saints defense, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Eli Apple, Lattimore. Yep. There's a couple on the D-line. Cam Jordan. Yep. Big time. Uh Bold call. Bold call. Something no one. It's no not seen. from this weekend, but I've been really stewing on it. Flacco's going to the Jags. <laughs> All right. Okay. All right. Flacco is going to the Jags, folks. Bold call. Four months in advance. Way before. You don't think it's that bold of a call, but no. Yeah. People think yeah. he's going to go. No, it's fine. It's it's bold. It's sort of. I'm telling you, it's a, it's a call. You ever ask your girlfriend, folks? You're like, hey, you know, what do you, what do you feel like for dinner tonight? And then she's like, she just looks at you and she's like. What? How are we going to the party next weekend? You know, <laughs> give us a bull call, Mike. Joe Flacco's going to the Jaguars in seven months. <laughs> Heard it here first, folks. There you go. I still don't understand you, Joe. Hey, I talked about the Italian thing last week, all right, which I still don't understand. Okay, uh, bold, bold calls. Lord? Nothing? Pats win, Saints win. Those aren't very bold. Well, I'm just I'm making bold calls for you. Ah, uh, yeah. No, I, no, I, I can't say it out loud. I can't say, say it, I can't say it out loud. Say it. But obviously, I want the team that I cheer for to win, and I think they will. But yeah. if I say it out loud, or if I put money on them, it definitely won't. So, not going to say it. Okay. That's superstitious. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. As far as the other game goes, uh, let's go, Drew, at home, Superdome. Um, so yeah, ideally we get our, our Breeze Brady final. You chirp mine as a bold. I don't have a fucking <laughs> bold pick. I don't have a fucking bold pick. Number one team as a home fave. <laughs> and Real bold there. Give me a bold That's call. Your let's bold pick has been reported for months. If I was oh. dating number one option, if I was Jaguar. Dating either of you, I would just let my phone die. This conversation's going your nowhere. Your phone's always dying anyway. That's yeah. true. It really is. So there's another non-bold call. Don't buy gas station chargers, <laughs> like I always do. They suck. All right, uh, Huck, wrap it all up, baby. It's now time for Shut the Huck Up, which is going to keep short and sweet, just like it's Diak. <laughs> yeah, well, I love 
the idea of the Super Bowl week field goal challenge. Me too. That is going to be a lot of fun, and I'm interested to see Weird Mike kick a 43-yarder. It, seeing Weird Mike in his natural habitat. I don't know what we're going to put on this <laughs> challenge, but yeah, I think it'll be fun regardless. I feel like this is a fairly evil, even, yeah, fairly level playing field. And we'll we'll make videos of this. We will see the whole thing. Bold pick. I'm winning the challenge. There you go. There you go. Yeah, that's a bold. Call. There you go. Love the bold call. And remember, I said I could kick a 43 yarder. I never said I'm guaranteeing a 43 yarder. Not not backpedaling. I'm I'm I'm, I'm going in on it. I'm I'll, I'm going to line it up from 43, but I never guaranteed it. Well, we can talk more about this next week. Another thing I want to do for Super Bowl week. Um, is just a props bonanza. Yes. All four of us, all the props that are not game-related. Yeah, sure. Like Anthem, Gatorade, all that. We'll give you advantages in all of them. I love it. Our own props board right here on the show. Yeah, and we'll do... We'll do... All of, we'll pick. We'll all pick all of them, and we'll see, try to see who comes out. Hey, fuck top. it. We'll try to make up some 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 of our own because you're gonna see a shit ton. We'll try to make up some better ones. But by the way, I got one more bold call before we wrap it up for episode 45. There will be over a half pulled groins <laughs> or hamstrings. Basically, someone's Sebastian Janikowskiing themselves out of this contest. You knock on wood right now. Or that contest never happened. I just no, knocked you, on you wood. You did it with your left hand. You got to do it with your right. Is that how it works? La Sinestra. No, we went over this no, in fuck. Italian a few it's episodes ago. Now I'm double knocking. La Sinestra. There we go. No, I'm just going to do it one more time. Just to All fuck right. with you. Yep. Three wrongs make a right in the Italian culture. You should Giddy up. All right, folks. That was episode 45. Remember to rate, review, subscribe. Keep this show going for another 30 plus years. Uh, that's not how long we've been going. <laughs> Chevy Drive, 45, look alive. By the way, if you ever want to get really annoyed but right before a show you're doing, turn on channel 775 on Stingray because Weird Mike hits us up in the studio with what was playing right before we went on the air. In the Navy. We're going to sail the seven seas. In the Navy. Championship Sunday, can't wait to see. Brent, why are you prepping in the basement again? <laughs> in the Navy. Figure it out. <laughs> Thanks a lot, folks. On behalf of Huck Media, shut the hug up. In the Navy, yes, you can sail the seven seas. In the Navy, yes, you can put your mind at ease.